Hello, hello. I'm so excited for today's conversation with you. Uh, we're going to be speaking about karma through the point of somebody's life story and focus around their physical illness. Even though this person has multiple sclerosis, I know this will make you think about so many applications in your own life. So here's the setup. The name of the husband is John. John is taking care of his wife. Wife, The wife's name is Peg. And Peg has a severe form of multiple sclerosis. And so John is asking Seth and Jane Roberts in a session, why did Peg choose such a role in this physical life? A role seemingly without reward or hope because she has multiple sclerosis. So what follows is Seth's explanation of the reason why she chose this role of multiple sclerosis. Fascinating stuff. Let's dive in. Here is Seth. The basic idea of karma is not punishment. Karma presents the opportunity for development, to make use of opportunities that were not taken advantage of, to fill in gaps of ignorance, to enlarge understanding through experience, to do what should be done. Free choice is always involved. The purpose is always knowledge and development rather than punishment, self-punishment. The woman in this past life was once a man, Italian, in a hill village. We will try to fill you in on the dates and times and locations later. He lost his own wife and was left with a highly neurotic and completely crippled daughter for whom he cared for many years. The woman's name as a man was Niccolo Vangardi, and the daughter's name was Rosalina. He resented the girl, and while he cared for her, he did not do so kindly. He wanted to remarry. No one would have him because of his daughter. The girl, when she could, defied him. She was a rather handsome-looking young woman, though not of stable temperament, crippled but not deformed. When she was 33, she was more youthful appearing than women much younger who were forced to work in the fields. They had a very small farm and interned help. A widowed man with no children from a nearby village came here to help on the farm. He fell in love with the daughter and, despite her condition, took her to his home village. The father was thoroughly embittered. The daughter had left too late. He was too old. No one would have him. He had no one now to talk to, and he hated his daughter the more and railed that she had forsaken him in his old age after he had cared for her throughout the long years. This father had a later life, and a very successful one also in Italy, in a town ba badly bombarded in the Second World War. 
Here, he was a woman of some artistic ability, the mother of two sons, one who had been connected with him in the past. Here, the personality was born only 50 miles away in space from the earlier existence, and as the wife of a wealthy landowner, often drove through the very land where the small house still stood with its farm. In this existence, however, the personality of its own free will chose to understand in a different context and work out problems faced so poorly in the earlier life. This time, the personality is John's wife, being cared for, you see, rather than caring for, being physically dependent. The personality could not and would not, out of fear, try to understand the circumstances and position of the crippled daughter. Not for a moment could he then bear to contemplate the inner reality in personal terms. This time he plays that part and is completely immersed in it. There are connections. John was the man with whom the daughter left. Now, John's wife loves him and has been made subconsciously to see the good points in his personality. In the past, he hated the man who took away the daughter. Through the, whole, through the change of roles, Peg now gains insights on the past failures and also helps her personal husband, indeed, to become more contemplative and to seek for answers to questions that he would not have asked otherwise. She is adding to his development and working out very grievous flaws that existed in her own personality in the past. The name of the original town is something like Ventura in the south of Italy. An important train wreck occurred in this area just after the 1930s, southeast, though not sharply east. There were many reasons why John and his wife met and began their relationship. While such situations as Peggy's illness are chosen by the entity, the individual is always left to work out its own solution complete recovery, illness, or early death, for example, are not preordained on the part of the entity. The general situation is set up in response to deep inner involvements. The problem is a challenge set up by the entity for one its of its personalities, but the outcome is left up to the individual. This was the major stumbling block the last major one for this personality. Other lives had been fulfilling, but the personality had never set for itself any position in the past that was not one of strength. The illness itself was secondary. One does not choose illness per se for a life situation in order for the personality to see its own past activities clearly, it felt that it had to adopt a position of dependency in this life. It should be mentioned that in such cases, the inner self is divorced from more accessible subconscious as divorce from the more accessible subconscious is aware of the situation and finds release in very valid terms 
through frequent inner communications whereby past successes are remembered and to some extent re-experienced. The dream state becomes an extremely vivid time for these activities and they're not imaginary. These experiences, deeply subject, subjective, reassure the whole personality of its com complete nature. It knows it is more than the self that it has for a time chosen to be. At our next session, we'll go into uh, these matters more completely, for there is an inner logic that may not be at first apparent. John remembers subconsciously the old situation. This is partially the cause of some of the negative feelings, but there is no guilt in any of this. No one save the individual entity knows in what directions weaknesses lie that need correction, that is set about forming life dramas in which these can be faced. His wife chose to solve several problems at this time, rather than string them out. This is a characteristic of that entity, an impatience and yet a daring, because the situation represented such a challenge. All of the weak points were intensified, hence the gravity of the physical condition. The entity preferred this rather than a series of small difficulties. In this, John acquiesced to learn patience and forbearing, to take what he considered his medicine in one dose, so to speak. But both of them have set themselves to learn compassion, patience, and forbearing. They chose different ways because of their backgrounds. In the same way, he has been too precise and in another too impetuous. They are both learning from each other. Such a situation allows John's present wife to telescope the experience needed into one life situation, to delve deeply and face at once problems that could otherwise take several existences. Only a bold personality and a courageous one would attempt this. Spiritually, both personalities will benefit. This is the last reincarnation for John's wife because of this decision. The personality will then have experience in other than earthly existences. The daughter, the original daughter, you see, is now Peg's mother. No one else from that life is known to them, though the original family was a large one. There is a historical connection with the village or close area nearby and not too far away a fort, a Roman fort, within 50 miles, I believe, of the town. If the overall entity feels that the problem has been sufficiently solved, then it will end this life situation. But there is also a connection here with John and the wife's personality will not leave until John has also sufficiently achieved all benefits from the relationship that his entity hoped for. There are also, there are also other connections 
this is a last reincarnation. The personality could choose and attempt a partial recovery. There is no predestination until the personality itself has definitely decided whether or not to end a life situation. No one else can know. When the decision is made, even subconsciously, then we can know. The answer now is uncertain, for no definite decision has been made. There are other personal problems on John's part, which he must work out in any case. He knows what these are. This is the end of this session, and I am loving this session because not only does it present an intriguing story which cross-connects through different lifetimes, oh God, but also there's so much here, right? So the husband chose this so that he can ask questions that he wouldn't ask otherwise. The father, who was taking care of the crippled daughter, no, she wasn't crippled, uh, of the emotionally charged daughter, wasn't asking those deep questions. And sure enough, now he's in a position of being dependent so he can have that experience. That's really profound. To me, it always is very important to remember, never hate a person Never hate a group of people because life will bind you to them in their next life, in your next life. Because the father hated the husband for taking her away. Sure enough, now they're married in this life. The father hated the daughter, so he's in her position. And she is his mother as the daughter, the mother of the daughter in this life amazing stuff this is how reincarnation works so oh my god if there's any 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 hate in your heart towards any group of people towards any specific person oh forgive 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 not only forgive but also try to understand compassionately through their point of view what could possibly they be learning right compassionately try to see another approach we really want to clear those karmic connections now in this lifetime so that we do the work now right versus five lifetimes from now when uh, <laughs> it comes to bite us <laughs> but also there's also another important point here for, that I want to highlight for all of us if you're in a position to take care of someone, if you're in a position to provide help, always do it with love. Never do it out of obligation. Never do it hating the person. Please, please, please. When you give help, always give help lovingly. Always give help gracefully versus I'm obligated, so I'm doing it, but I hate doing it. Something else that fascinates me about this experience, about this session, about this story is how in her second incarnation in Italy where the wife, where the, the dad, now a wife of a wealthy landowner and the mom of two kids, was driving through the land and seeing that same house. Oh, fascinating stuff. That makes me wonder... 
How many of the landmarks in my own life are places I've lived in and been in in other lifetimes? How many of the cities I've visited have I lived in in other lifetimes? How many of the people who are important to me, you know, my closest people are people I've been in other relationships in other lifetimes, right? Fascinating stuff to think of those cross connections through other lifetimes, fascinating and once more we are being brought to the realization that we never know when somebody's in on their past life as I spoke about it the other day with you we should never never ever think that somebody who's on their last lifetime has it all figured out living in a state of bliss with all the money in the world with all the great love um, connections and relationships with all the harmony in their life with all the health in their body no not at all it's not about being in a state of bliss yes does does that happen absolutely and oftentimes that's actually an entity taking an easy life right saying okay let me learn from this point of view so we cannot look at somebody who has an easy life and be like oh they're in their last incarnation Mm, we don't know um And also, we don't want to look at somebody who has multiple sclerosis or is in other dire situation and say, oh, they're failing. They're failing. (laughs) They're not. They might be a bold and daring entity who is looking to put itself in such a dire situation so that they can have it all, you know, one shot versus five lifetimes of strung throughout different experiences so there Hmm. how fascinating how fascinating oh and i also love the point about um the entity so when seth says entity in this session he's really referring to the soul right uh the overall mothership which creates pieces of itself and then those are the separate lifetimes so until the entity chooses that the situation is learned the person doesn't die there is no predestined moment for the person to die in fact it was so clearly said in the session that this woman peg could partially recover could die early didn't even need to take the illness on right but it was the dependency that was being sought after ah fascinating stuff honestly fascinating stuff now none of this means that you and i should stop solving our problems right none of this means that you and i for example we have a physical condition and we say oh well this is how my entity is learning um this is how i'm learning lessons so be it i should stop trying don't do that because then you will come back to lurk on that issue of stop trying right don't don't do that don't say oh well this is how i'm solving problems no you mm, mm, we keep solving problems until the last moment and when i say problems i don't mean everyday problems i mean spiritual inner development what i actually omitted uh earlier as i started reading to you the sessions were the introductory notes 
And in the introductory notes, it was said that John, the husband, had reached out to Jane Roberts and he had asked for a session, reporting that the wife, um, uh, the wife was in a hospital and her, her condition had worsened, and he had tried to. Um, do hypnosis sessions with her with a hypnotist however she was strongly resisting those hypnosis sessions and so the session started off by Seth saying ah the individual is not willing to look at things uh, that's why they're resisting the hypnosis sessions and they're in a hospital because there is a crisis in which they're not willing to look within and 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 solve the inner problems that were discussed throughout the session so there there right interesting fascinating stuff um let me know your thoughts i can talk about this for hours for centuries forever oh it's so intriguing to me when we step back and when we are told the bigger picture doesn't that make you want to wonder about your own journey through lifetimes now you know why i do past life regression as as a tool and past life regression sessions for people so that they can figure out their own cross connections so they can wonder at the marvelous expansion of their soul through different lifetimes so if you're looking for a regression reach out to me fascinating stuff right i love you we'll talk later <laughs>